Welcome to Life in the Land of the Ice and Snow. My name is Heather, and I'm here today with my co-hosts, Diego and Shayna. Hello, guys. I feel like we need a catchphrase. You work on that. <laughs> <laughs> and today, our guest is Anna from Mexico. Correct. I just got that information very briefly. In fact, when Shayna said you were coming, she's like, I don't know, like, she's Spanish or Portuguese? I did or... not no, no, say no, no, that. No, no, no. I did wait, not wait, say wait, that. Wait. No, no, no. We have text messages. <laughs> yes, it was text message from Shayna. And the thing is, I saw the way your name is spelled. And then I said, it sounds like you speak Spanish or Portuguese. But I said that. Ah, okay. But well, you speak both, I, though, right? Because I do speak both. You speak also yeah, Portuguese? I speak both. Okay. So, yeah, makes sense. I didn't know that. I just have to say as well that Anna is absolutely brave because she was sitting right beside me. So we worked together and she was sitting beside me. And obviously we were supposed to have another guest tonight. Unfortunately, you know, illness and whatnot. So then I turned to Anna and I said, so what are you doing tonight? <laughs> Do you want to come join this podcast? And then she was like, yeah, sure. I'm like, she has no idea what she's getting herself into. She's getting in my car. I couldn't be your serial killer. But yeah, here we are. But you're but not. Right? I'm isn't not that the yet. great thing about being foreign, being an expat, is we can all do yes. things spontaneously. Whereas if we were Swedish, we would have to plan this like weeks, oh, yeah, months I, I in advance. We, we I think we have to take that away. But it's not the Swedes that need to plan everything. It's it's personality types. And also it's Stockholm. Swedish personality. But I think yeah. it's I think it's Stockholm. I keep saying Stockholm. Yeah. yeah. I would you're expand right. it to Nordic. Party? You think so? I think so. The Danes, the at least the, the Norwegians. Norwegians. Yes. Mm. So you've had experience. With I've the had two years of experiences with Norwegians. All right, yeah. expand on this. Um, <laughs> but so that's not past... where you learn Portuguese. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. That would be weird for sure. Um, yeah. So my two years of experience with Norwegians were during my my master's degree. For the past two years, in the, I would say half north of Norway. Yeah. Wow. So what? Why did you go to Norway? To we're gonna have to back up. <laughs> okay. You're from Mexico. Yes. Where in Mexico? Mexico City. Mexico City. Represent you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, so we've got this. Uh, no, I guess we always have the whole North America thing going. Mexico and the U.S. and Canada. So. Oh, yes. oh, we're, we're yeah. keeping yeah. it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So when did you leave Mexico? 2019. August. August of 2019. So. Okay. And that was to go to university. Exactly. To do my master's. In Norway. In Norway. <laughs> the Norwegian <laughs> University of Science and Technology. Wow. Long name. Keeping nice. It so, so what were you going for, and why did it need to be there? Um, I guess sustainability, and in general. So, I my career path is based in sustainability. Um, and when doing my master's, I wanted to do, you know, like Nordic countries are top dog in sustainability. So, I wanted to approach it, yes, in an educational level, but also like on a personal. On a daily basis, I don't know if how much I found of that, but um, that was my target. So Norway it was. I actually ended up applying to two universities. One was here in Stockholm, the other was in in Trondheim. Got accepted to both and ended up choosing Trondheim over Stockholm for for the, the masters. How? Why? The like, masters. What, what was the, the <laughs> yeah, weighing process of? Because um, Norway is more expensive, I think. It is. Yeah. It is. is it because of all the Teslas they drive? <laughs> 
Hmm. Doesn't everyone have you know, a Tesla? Yes. Yeah. Like nine out of 10 Norwegians. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I would say it was more of a, I kind of wanted a like university town feel because my, my, and, and Diego would know my university back home in Mexico city was not very town feeling university. Yeah. I get that. Feel. So, um, I didn't want something. I knew Stockholm was much bigger, so I wanted it like a, keeping it a bit more like local and just university fields. And that's where life led me and definitely do not regret it. It was amazing. And I guess I would say it's destiny that now I get to experience Stockholm after. Yeah. So how did that happen? Um, So after being in Trondheim in Norway, just realized that I liked this part of the world a lot. Um, So I wanted to stay and looked at options where, where I could implement what I had learned in sustainability and you know and and an option open up here in Stockholm and so barely unpacked uh, but I'm here now exactly. so like you've been here what for less than three weeks two weeks two weeks were you moved two weeks ago yes wow <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, isn't she brave just to get in the car with like a random Canadian and but come over and do a podcast? This is what, okay. I moved to Sweden. Two things. <laughs> Number one, this is why she gets to do so much cool stuff because she just says yes yeah, exactly. and just takes yeah. a chance. Yeah. Number two, getting into a car with a strange Canadian. Come on. I think it's safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now we have to cover a little bit Portuguese. Portuguese. <laughs> Why? Just random or? Yeah. So I did an exchange in Brazil. But you say you're in Brazil. Brazil. You say, yeah, you say like Portuguese. Yeah. Yeah. Brazil. Uh, how, Brazil. I don't know. Brazil. No, Brazil. you see, it doesn't sound the same. Brazil. Brazil. I, oh, like I don't a, know. Like a little different. Ooh. Brazil. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, <Brazil>. lovely country. <laughs> it did an exchange there during my bachelor's and. I was forced to learn, um, did not realize how language was so relevant uh, in Brazil. I My university was not asking for any Portuguese at all. So I thought, yeah, I can, you know, like get by, get by with English. And well, turns out my courses were not available in English. I lived with Brazilians. I ended up joining a very nice like samba percussion group. So it was just like the whole Brazilian experience and it just helped me learn Portuguese. So I I suffered the first month and a half just like getting by with, I mean, it's quite similar to Spanish, but at the same time, there's a few things. Yeah. Know, like, eh. But afterwards, it was great to just be able to, yeah, being forced to learn and just learning by being in this situation. Baptism by fire, right? Wait, wait, wait. But we can't, she can't just brush over the fact that you said you joined a percussion <laughs> samba. I just like said it like, and this did. is another thing I did. <laughs> it was, it was the best decision. I'm glad you brought it up because it was the best decision I made in Brazil. Like out of anything I did in Brazil, that was the one thing that I, up to today is just like, so looking back. What kind is like, um, you uh, cannot see, but, but Shane is trying to dance some, some right now. <laughs> I'm trying to do my Shakira. Come on. <laughs> yeah, she gotta use those hips. <laughs> it was a samba enredo. So it's a mix of drums, but also um, other types of instruments. It's hard to like uh, explain talking about them. Smaller, so I played the uh, tambourine, which is like a smaller drum where you hit it with like a... Mallet or... Yeah, sort of. Is that of. the one like that has Tom. it with like the... Uh, like it's round, you hit, but it's also got the things. Little, yeah, little yeah. symbols on the side? Is that a tambourine? No. No? Okay. Okay, sorry. 
off top. But I think it, there is such an instrument, and I think it's called the same. Okay. But this one's different. Okay. I think that's in, in English, is that's t tambourine, but it's like yeah. pandero. Pandero. Exactly. Yes. But so it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's not that one. But in, in, in Portuguese, they would call this tambourine, mm -hmm. but it's another thing. Right. And there's also like a thing that has the symbols. Yeah. And you shake it, and it's the chocalo. And so it's like, yeah, drums, but also like other instruments. And it was just a really nice way to integrate with the culture. I feel like yeah. every time I try to, every time I try, every time I travel, I try to integrate as much as I can. Of course, there's certain limitations. Um, that was one of the things that just, that was a nice way to get into Brazilians. So did you end up performing anywhere? I did. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and this was such a nice kind of like atmosphere. So it ended up being, they have these, um, and we're we're talking about this podcast is about Sweden now. It's like full <laughs> Brazilian. It's okay. Um, but but bear with me. Just a brief story. Um, so this uh, Brazilians have in their university they have like faculty um, like events. So like engineering competes with like I don't know like other fourteen universities and like medicine and so on. So I was in the engineering competition, and they do like a full week of sports like competitions, but also samba like a uh, competition um so i was able to join that and it was it was such an amazing experience because it was i mean this is obviously like college life so in the day you're doing sports and then like after i don't know like 3 p.m it's like party um every single day so it was a nice mix and i was also very brazilian of course a lot of partying um but being able to perform like in front of like these samba experts like to be honest i was you know like a bit nervous, just to say the least, um, but lovely experience. And also, I feel like it's one of the things like out of like, I don't know, like 11 to 12,000 students that were competing in this thing. There were no internationals like it was all Brazilian. Oh, wow. I was like, so you were the token international? But yeah. You, you wow. You fit in. You were walking among them and they didn't I, even know. I bet. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or, or maybe they did when I spoke and they were like, huh, <laughs> your accent. Um, but at the same time, it was I felt like such a pity that no other like internationals were taking advantage of yeah. being there and experiencing this. So that was that was nice. I think that's um, that's just a human nature thing is that you tend to get a little quieter and shyer when you go somewhere that's completely different in the culture. But see, if you yeah. just take advantage of stuff. Give me a drum to bang on it. I'll be in there. Right? Like, <laughs> Let's do it. Nice. I'm in. I'm in. Sold. So did you bring your tambourine? No. No, not here. I mean, to Sweden. <laughs> no, you don't You don't have one anymore. No. Okay, okay. I left it back home in Mexico. Okay. But I bet you there's a community or, you know, like you know a what? subculture That's, here, right? I You just oh, gave probably. me an idea to just... Yay. Yes, thank you. We can make our own, like, samba thing. It I would be know. so sad. We have one semi-expert <laughs> and one bionic hip... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's got the Shakira moves. <laughs> but you didn't try capoeira or anything? No, Because I here, I know there's a capoeira... At least two communities. I don't oh. know about any samba ones, but Acapoeira is yeah. not big, but there are active clubs here in okay. Stockholm. Maybe I will. Look I think there's there's, there's a subclub for everything. You just gotta like one. you know find yeah. the right people and yeah yeah. yeah. We'll Wait, then you didn't learn Norwegian then? Huh. No. no, 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 because I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna ask, this is a follow up thing because I think at least I don't know I don't speak any Portuguese. 
I've only lived in briefly in Portugal, and I still thought it was very complicated because, it's, as you said, it's very similar. Mm. So sometimes you say like, oh, it's like this, but it's it's too close to Spanish, so you're mixing it. Yeah. So I was asking if you learn Norwegian to see if you, how was your sweet? I mean, Swedish. you've been here two weeks, but <laughs> like, I, can you read it or anything? But I, actually, I like your comparison because I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, I feel like it's one of these languages that if you know one, then you can kind of like get by with the other. And on a note, like I think Portuguese from Portugal is way harder. So mm -hmm. I don't blame me on that. And in terms of Norwegian, I know basics, like close to nothing. Uh, my reading, like I was just talking to Shane about like science and, you know, like these like simple things that when you don't know what it is, then you run into like the stupidest things and make the biggest mistakes. Um, yet again, like there's like, I mean, my my short experience with Swedish is that a lot of things that I've I've seen, like I'm doing Duolingo and then I I'm a lot of things I'm like, oh, yeah, like. I'm so good because I know this. But at the same time, I'll be thinking like the Norwegian word for like boy or girl, like mm -hmm. very basic. But verbs in general, I think they're they're quite similar. But I'm no expert. I definitely like close to zero. So I'm in a way, I think it's nice because now I'm trying to learn Swedish and hopefully it won't be, you know, like too much interruption by my little Norwegian knowledge. So you didn't join like a traditional folk Norwegian. Well, not yet. She's exactly only that. been here. Dance Norway, Norway, Norway. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here's yeah. going to be a dance band. You know what? Exactly. I didn't. I didn't. But here, Swedes make fun of Norwegians that they sing too much. Yeah, but I think I said it sounds, you. It sounds funny. Like it, Norwegians, like happy Swedish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. mm -hmm. I, think I mean, the people hate both that, right? Ways. No, I think Norwegians make fun of Swedes that they speak slow. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the thing. And I think you're like, oh, they sound like always happy. You know, so like. But I always get confused. Is it the Swedes that can't understand the Norwegians, but the Norwegians can understand the Swedes? No, no, no. I think both that both ways they can understand both. What is the Danes? The nobody Danes can the Danes. The Danes can understand Swedish. Right, but nobody understands nobody. the Danes. No, <laughs> no not even <laughs> themselves. No, but Norwegians and Swedes, you can like my, my girlfriend, who's also named Nana with double N. Uh, she can watch Norwegian TV and. Yeah, I, I can yeah. catch yeah. a lot, and, and you can read a lot of things. Read, yes, mm -hmm. but I, listening, I, I'm like totally lost with Norwegian. I guess I usually have subtitles if I'm mm. watching something in, in Norwegian, which is rare. Maybe we should all start learning Finnish, too, while we're at it. Ooh. Let's not. How does this, well, Trond, uh, so you said Trondheim? Trondheim, yeah. Do they have, they don't have any subway or tram or anything. No. But in Oslo, did you ever take the subway? I did once, yeah. Do you remember how they say doors closing? Because no. I think it's something super like Ukes. something like that. <laughs> like you're like what? But now I don't know if not, now I don't know now if it's Norwegian or Danish. Because here this no, is I what I what, the first time I was taking the subway, so with the same things. Nestan, Thank for Alexander Melavago platform. It was to get out. This is how you learn Swedish, right? Yeah. It is. I think that's like for for us. It's one of the first things we learn. All of the things that they say on the subway because you just get it repeated over and over. And I've noticed that little kids, you'll hear like two and three year olds. They can they can say everything that the lady on the subway says every time. Nesta, <laughs> good banging. I was gonna say this. Do you have any questions? Huh. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, sure. I've got wow. That. The tables have turned. Yes. 
How long did it take you guys to get your personal number? Oh. Wait, but do you have it? Oh, this is going to be complete. This is going to be different for everyone, I think. Yeah. It took me like a week. Oh, why did it take you a week? Because I'm stupid? Spanish. Uh-huh. Uh. And I, I, Wait, I was going to say I lied. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say I lied, but when I sent in the documents, because I came from Spain, but I didn't have any Spanish bank account, you had to send like a bank. I don't know if you had to do that because you came from Norway. A bank. I had to send like a bank statement with how much money I had in it. Uh-huh. And for some reason, they thought it was euros and it was pesos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Diego. So they were like, right? exactly, because I didn't apply for any student country. visa or anything. So I just got the personal number right away. Because they thought I had enough funds to leave, I don't know, whatever. Those pesos, they did you well. But yeah. you are a citizen now, right? Yeah. But okay, so you can't get anything revoked. Anyway, we're good. A week okay. for me. A week for me. I don't <laughs> yeah, know about them. Great. I think for me, yeah, I, I was also married to a Sweden. We did it, like everything went quickly. But we had to go to... Um, the place that you go to, why, why do I have to like Swedish migration? Yeah, oh. and my husband and I had to sit in two separate rooms, and they asked us questions like in like a green card situation. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, we had our you know child, and I was pregnant with my second, and they're asking me like, "What is the last name of your father-in-law?" Were they like standing Whoa. up? You had like a lights on yeah, you, almost, <laughs> right? But we were in separate rooms, and like I don't know, like I I screwed it up, but obviously I'm here, <laughs> and I got my personal number, and it's fine, so. I think yeah. they can kind of tell. Yeah, because before I could move, I had to go to the embassy and have an hour-long interview just like that yeah. by myself. You know, well, have you been to Sweden? Yes, I, I visited my fiancé or my now husband. Well, what subway stop did oh he go at? And all I could remember was the subway line, the last stop on the subway line, which after, so I said like, uh, through Engen. And she's really quiet. And then she goes to the next question. And I'm like, no, 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 uh, telephone plot or whatever it was. <laughs> like, no, no, because it's the end of the line. It's the red line. I can tell you it's the red line. So she laughed and she's like, it's okay. That's, it, it sounds like, you know, totally United Day fiance where you, you and moms, right? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, for every year for renewing the residency pass, they, did the, they separated us. Really? Yeah, for wow. like 10, 15 minutes, and they would ask wow. us three questions. But I remember, like, they talked to him first, and then they talked to me, and they're like, what What did you have for dinner last night? <laughs> and I was like, uh... <laughs> I couldn't remember. And then <laughs> they were kind of prompting me. They're like, did you go to someone's house? <laughs> yes, yes, we went to his mother's house. And what did you have? Was it Italian? <laughs> yes, it was spaghetti or whatever. <laughs> Thank God. But that was how long ago now, right? Oh, that was like in my first three years because I got citizenship. After That's the other years. thing, and I like all of all of these reference yeah. points we have had, yeah. personal, like. Long 10 years yeah. so it's gonna be different for you yeah. but I think it's gonna take you two weeks when did you apply I hope uh, not yet you, you haven't applied yet I think you lied oh. no. uh, you maybe you should one. apply yeah. <laughs> comes, I guess my first Swedish problem yes. um, and so I got lost on my way I had a I had an appointment I guess last Friday and uh, I was in the subway instead of the tram and I missed my appointment. So you couldn't find your stop because it wasn't... Yeah, exactly. I was I was lost. Um, then I tried getting a bus, but then the bus was like reaching there late. And then when I tried, the bus left me in complete chaos. So yeah. I have rebooked and hopefully it will take... Yeah, I don't less. think it takes more than two weeks. 
Did you download City Mapper? No, not yet. Get that, but yeah. What's that? City Mapper is like another, you know, navigational app that but gives you like really good bus directions and tells you like when to get off and like it's so much better than oh. any of the ones I've ever used. Exactly. <laughs> Shana, how long did it take you to get a license? So I have also a side door like Diego hacking the system. I lived in the UK before and I switched my Canadian mm-hmm. license to a British one. And then when I moved here, I switched it to a Lucky. Swedish one. So yeah. Yeah. Because when they were in the EU, if you were in the EU, you yeah. could just switch over your license. So exactly. If you're not in the EU, then you can drive for a year on your foreign license and then you're not allowed, yeah. which makes no sense Whoa. because I don't know any of the rules in the first year and I can't read any of the signs. <laughs> And what happens if you're driving without a license here after that year? I guess you get fined if you get pulled over. I have a a friend who got pulled over once or twice. I I don't know. But they don't lose their license. They don't get like some sort of... It's 3,000 crowns. Like if you get pulled over... And you don't have a license. I'm not giving advice to anyone. (laughs) I'm just saying like if you don't have an EU license and you get pulled over because you... I guess you... I mean, you maybe did something wrong, which yeah. then is already stupid. But then it's 3,000 crowns, and then you cannot apply to get a Swedish driver's license for two years. Wow. Yeah. That's the punishment. But I mean... Didn't you do the math and you realized that it would be... I was just like, <laughs> how many times do I have to get pulled over to pay? Because how much is the exam? Like yeah, but then you 20, still have 000? to get the license, right? Eventually. Because like, imagine you get... It's for not 20,000. What? How much is the classes? It's something like no, that. No, but I think like um, one of our friends said it. I think it would cost eight thousand or less to do like. So it's like three times I will get below. Exactly, but you still gonna need the license, right? But I have the Mexican license. I've driven more hours than most of the Swedes I know, in a city crazier than any city in Sweden. So. I hear you, but if you're gonna stay here for twenty odd years or longer, like doesn't it make sense to get the license? There's one thing. One thing, uh, driving on ice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. that thing yeah. I would like to do I mean not to get the license but I would like to get the test right. plus also it's like super fun yeah. it looks extremely fun yeah. did you take it? Well, no but I grew super up in Canada fun. where we oh, have you also like, had to do it I guess yeah. well you yeah, I, I grew up doing it like <laughs> no no but you, oh yeah you didn't, didn't have to have do the to do test it. here yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. did it but you did the test here mm-hmm. but you had to like it is fun yeah yeah so you get to uh, they put you in like it's always a brand new car so they put you in a, a brand new car on this racetrack and they have a a machine that like sprays I, I guess it was actually in the winter so it wasn't too bad but it's sprayed so like, it's snow and ice, ice and, mm-hmm. and sleet. Oh. Mm-hmm. yeah and so then like they've got i don't know five or six cars and each each person is in a car you got a walkie-talkie <laughs> and they're like car number five your turn and so you're supposed oh. to go around the racetrack and then it's at the end like they have a cone and they're like you throw on your brakes with the cone uh when you see the cone and then the slippery parts right after and this is so you can learn how it feels if you try to slam on the brakes and you slide but of course it's new cars so they have anti-lock brakes um because it's the worst but it's like the one time you can do it and you get to do it more than once i mean not because they think it's fun they're trying to teach you but it's fun yeah (gasps) But they they have a lot of so that that's just part of what the theory stuff is boring. But then you go to this one place for like the actual, you know, this this special track. And then another thing they do is they'll take like four people from the class and they'll put you in this car. But it's really just a car frame. 
and they're like, put on the seatbelt. We want to make sure you put on your seatbelt correctly. So everybody puts on the seatbelt and then they push a thing and it flips over and then they just hang you there. Yeah. So I want you to know what it feels like if you get in a, a wreck and your car flips. Uh, so, no. I mean, they do ask kind of, you know, something's coming because they're like, you know, is anyone pregnant or have back problems? Yeah. Or... <laughs> and then you have to hang there for like five minutes while they, you know, speak to the rest of the class. Now you see you here. <laughs> well, one more thing about driving. If you ever drive in Stockholm, well, you, you, you've driven in Stockholm. You have a license. Yeah. Yeah. But don't you find it very annoying? To drive in Stockholm? Yeah. Yes, because of all the different layers. They were just saying this on the way here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the layers, and then it's not meant for cars. It's like a city for public transport. So there's all this traffic. I mean, it just takes so long to go through the city because it's like every two, 100 meters is like a traffic light. Yeah. So it's not it's And not then if you cars. don't go through the right tunnel, Ooh, you end up in the <laughs> other side of town yeah. and you have, yeah. And then you pay the toll oh. like three times over. You end up we, in Gubengen when you want yeah. to go to Telefon. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we have the nicest tunnels. I mean, there's like oh, artwork in them. They're yeah. gorgeous. They're clean. But yeah, if you end up in the wrong one, it's like forever until you can exit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's a Stockholm problem. Okay, so Swedish problem from today. And this time it's not from Swedish problems subreddit. But O C. Yeah. That means original content. That's right. <laughs> so it kind of is about something you were talking about with not getting a license and just paying the fees because it would all even out. Mm-hmm. My problem is people who think the same way about paying for a parking garage or paying for a space. So they park in the guest parking. It, it, it's not uh, just my building. This is everywhere. No. They will park in like the six hour parking and they'll keep moving their car. But if they forget, then it's like, what, a thousand crowns or something. And compared to the price of renting a space in a garage, they kind of, because they only get caught like twice a month. Yeah. So they kind of even that out. And it's really annoying because if I go and I get a bunch of stuff and then I want to pull up in front of my building, I can't. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know why, but in my building, it's it's like three white vans. I don't (laughs) know who they are. Do you have a building association? Well, we, uh, we rent from yeah. so you, have you Have you, you know, run it up the ranks there? Uh, yeah, I think we've or is said it them? something. Is but it I, them? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think, you know, we've said something before and then they'll just send the parking attendants to put more tickets. And, but it doesn't, it but doesn't I don't make think it it's the same. I don't think it's the same because this license thing, you're not affecting anyone. The parking thing, like you affect other people, is not the same. But if you don't have a Swedish license... Then the only thing is I wouldn't drive in nice. No, but I know the rules. <laughs> I know I know how to read the signs. Exactly. This is the thing. Like, like you've been driving, in, driving in other countries. Right? Yeah, yeah. And like I know I know how to I know how to read yeah. the, all the signs. Like that's fine. Like no no parking. Like one way. All of these things. Like which which lanes to cross and not to cross. The signs with the two and the one. Exactly. All all of that. All of that I can read. The problem is I don't feel safe driving on ice because I've never done it. And it's why you do the test because then you can feel how it feels, right? Yeah. That's the one thing. But taking someone else's parking, then you're affecting someone else with, for no reason. Yeah, it's, it's just, I mean, I get that every once in a while, but they, they just do this constantly, like all year round. So they I have just... an idea for you. 
So has anyone seen the TV show The Good Fight? No. 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 Do you ever see The Good Wife? No. I recommend them both. <laughs> okay. What was the first one? The Good Life? The Good Fight. Ah, the Good Fight and The Good Wife. The Good Wife, yeah. Okay. Um, so The Good Fight is just finished. It's like fifth season. Anyways, in this series, they have this Judge Wackner who made up this fake court. And then he's been issuing like things like parking tickets to people that they have to go and like pay and stuff. So maybe you should start a court <laughs> and start putting fake tickets on these white vans. And then they have to come and like, you know, plead their case. And you can put them in jail. With or, a fake court. Yeah. And I'm going to put them in fake jail. Yeah. <laughs> you need to watch the TV series. You need to watch the TV series. It'll make so much more sense. No, I think plenty of people try like putting a little yellow piece of paper just to frighten people. And of course, when you pick it up, it's like, you know, this wasn't a ticket this time, but you're not supposed to park here, you know, at full time like or something. But it doesn't seem to make much But difference. I think you can look them up, no? Yeah, I think we did look up the license plate numbers before. And it's like people who, it's their business trucks or their oh. kid kidnapping vans. I don't know. <laughs> There's no windows. It's like... Sweden who, is very safe, everyone. <laughs> who even buys, like panel white vans with no windows what what is that yeah, for these days Total you know <laughs> yeah as a kid i get i won't walk like too close to it when to any of them because it's like they're just gonna it's gonna slide open i've seen this movie well, <laughs> you know like uh, oh, that. So in our old place okay so like we didn't have parking right beside our house but we had a school lot right so the idea was at the end of the day we should be able to park there until the morning after when you go to work. Like it should work for the people that work there oh, during right. the day, right? It's empty. Yeah. yeah. However, they decided to make it like, no, you can't park there. But I would still park there anyways. And um, I mean, you're not disrupting anybody. But what they ended up, what ended up happening is we get our back window smashed like every Whoa. so often. Wow. Who knows who was doing that? But that's how you get rid of the people. Then I didn't park there anymore. <laughs> hmm. All right. Solution like key, to keying Swedish them. No, don't key. No, but no, no that, that's window easy. smash is worse. Well, no, oh. window smash is easier because then you can just get it replaced. Right? No, you yeah. know, you know what's even better? There's a YouTube channel in Mexico that I don't know how I ended up getting to it because it was it was after I left Mexico, mm. but it's called Los Supercivicos. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. So just some guys that they just go around. Yeah. You, you've heard of yeah, it, yeah. and it's something like Comandante. Civi I don't know, and it's just some random middle-aged guy that lives in like. Some city, suburban... I mean, he's not rich, but he's not, you can see he's not poor. He knows how to make videos, you know? And he knows how to talk. Those are the two things. And he decides he wants to make the city more... Civil? Yeah. It's like, like livable, yeah, like, you know? Yeah. So if... I mean, in Mexico, most drivers and people don't respect the... Anything, you know, zebra crossings, nothing. So he would go and, like, he's on his bike and a car would come and uh, block the bike lane. He would, like, Talk to him like, hey, why are you blocking the bike lane? Don't film it. So there was one that they were doing these uh, stickers, like shame stickers. So it would say like, hey, I'm not allowed to park here. And they would like put it on the windshield. Yeah. Like very annoying stickers. Yeah. So that, that's that's because that, you're not doing anything. I mean, they just have to clean it. It's going to be yeah. annoying. So hmm. something like that might be better. What was the one where the guy like covered the entire car in post-it notes? Like that, that yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. But th but that is that is more like a gift, no? Isn't that like no, a thing also, boyfriend and girlfriend no, do? No, but there's also this for like people who park like in the handicapped exactly. areas. Oh, yeah. And then they cover it like everything mm -hmm. on post-it so then it's an And then they have like a big handicap sign that they've done with all the different post-its and then you <laughs> by the time you get out you can't get in your yeah. car, right? What was that from? I can't remember no, now. No. Yeah. 
but these yeah, are these are good tips. Something like that. Because guys. because mashing the windows, I mean that's, oh, that's yeah. no. no. But when it but. snows, then I haven't done it, but I'm suspecting it's some of the younger people in our building. Actually, it could be some of the older people. Then they draw like really crude things and, oh. and write things in the snow, which is definitely what they deserve. So <laughs> that's a nice innocent way. And yeah. then they have a, a nice message or drawing problems. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we have really got to wrap this up. Thank you so much, Anna, for Thanks. being on the podcast. And now you have to go back and listen to all the other episodes so you can catch oh, 85 up. of them. Yeah, just well, you know, because five. You got 85 episodes? I have no idea. I saw a number of like 85. We're gonna we be, we're gonna we're hit 100 this season. Four. We're gonna hit 100. Well, I have we'll have some champagne. Right? Or Pika. Pika. She's coming for the Pika episode. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so I hope we'll have to have you back on maybe like in a year and yes. see what has progressed. Did you get a person number? <laughs> yes. <laughs> now we can talk about Sweden. <laughs> exactly. Look here. You want Swedish problems? I've got Swedish problems. 